0: True Disciples, it's your girl Michaela, and I'm a co-host here with my handsome husband Rico Smith.
1: Hey, True Disciples, it's your boy Rico. Thank you for tuning in with another episode For you guys who are first uh, tuning in for the first time uh, Welcome to the show, we love to have you uh, Here, me and my wife are on a mission to turn people back to a relationship with God and away from legalism Here we discuss kingdom marriage, health relationships, and what it means to be a true disciple Let's stay tuned, stay blessed, and most importantly, stay connected to the ultimate power source, which is Jesus Alright, we about to start, y'all hello true disciple fam it's your boy Rico again
0: and your girl michaela
1: man welcome back to the show guys man we got a, i hope you guys had a let me start first i hope you guys had an awesome weekend i know we did didn't yeah. we Yeah. you know really in taking those times to really enjoy you know pretty much like the beauty that god has really placed like i remember early this week i think it was monday and i was driving down i was driving to the bay the bay area I had a job early in the morning and man down this road so when you're going down this road from sacramento there is a, a bridge that goes over the uh the uh the uh ocean a little bit and man it was so beautiful because before i got the bridge you see the bridge from a distance and you got the mountain ranges then you got all these birds It was like a lot of seagulls and birds to my right and man it was just like the way the clouds and stuff was over the mountains it was like a beautiful scene i was wanted to pull over if i had to be at work at a certain time i would have had to pull over and take a picture it was just so beautiful and um that's why i really was wanted to uh, take my wife there you know to show them her my son you know the beauty that god has really created because sometimes i feel like we miss out on those things, especially, like, worrying about, you know, us just, you know, being in the house, man. You got to—this is time just to really just be out and enjoy. Yeah. It's getting warmer. Yeah. And, That's you know— a material possessions. Yeah, it, exactly, because, like, I remember sitting when I was young, I used to—man, I used to just really—man, I used to hate sitting in the house. And i say, like, Mama, can we go do this and that? She was like, oh, no, 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 this and that. And I'd be like, man, like— just to able just to get out. I used to play basketball a lot, so we just go out with my friend. We just play basketball, just be at the hoop. We just enjoying ourselves. We'll come back in around midnight. No, no serious stuff. We come back on around midnight. That's how long we be outside for, and it's crazy. I know that you know back you know back in old day you got to be home around. You know you got to be home before the. <laughs> So the lights come on, you yeah, know. Well, then y'all su-
0: y'all the. Um, we exceeded the, the light. Of the lights.
1: Yeah, the the, <laughs> the light was very exceeded. I, right. I I know for me it really was, man. But guys, um, we got a you know a good treat today. Um, so we're going to get back into the uh, fruits of the spirit. So today we're going to be talking about faithfulness, and uh, and to really just be t- the key word in faithfulness is faith. And uh. I, I, you know, I looked up the word faith. I knew what it was, but I was like, let me look up the definition for it. And faith means remaining loyal and steadfast. Mm -hmm. So when you remain loyal, that means just pretty much like, hey, you gun-ho, you really just sitting by like, man, like, I'm going to do, I'm going to follow you no matter what it is. You know what I'm saying? And then you look at the word steadfast, it means to be patient. So it's like, you know, you just got to stay still and pretty much just stay steadfast, just stay still and just wait. And I feel like when we have faith in the Lord, that's, and we remain loyal to him and we, be, and we become steadfast to him. And, uh, and so it just shows us like, you know, us being like so how that relationship with the Lord and us and just how it is, because the same time he's patient with you, you know what I'm saying? So it, it's, it's really crazy. So um, we're going to look at Second um, Samuel uh, chapter 7, uh, verses 1 through 29 and uh, this is going to be in the niv so little little overview of everything so this is um and these uh verses this is uh the first the first beginning verses are uh nathan's um pretty much vision that he's given david from the lord and about what he's going to be doing and what his son solomon is going to do and all these you know amazing things and the other half is pretty much get you know david going to god like man wait, I just heard from Nathan, like, you told me to do this, all right, man, God, like, you know, you know, make me become, you know, you know, you know, so he really, David, you know, they called the man, you know, out out the God's only heart, you know, so David was really was like, he didn't put it on himself, like, God, like, yeah, make me great, he was like, God, allow me to, you know, use me so I can, you know, your name can be spread throughout nations, you know, and so he really, gave. he had the faith to go, you know, say this to the Lord, back to him, pretty much repeat, Everything that Nathan has said that came from the Lord, right? So it was just like a repeat pretty much. And I feel like we all have been there where you know God has given us closure on a lot of things and 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 sometimes it's like man God I can't do that. But it's like think about it, like when Moses, like God told Moses, like, hey, I need you to go talk to Ramesses. and Moses like no, I stutter. He said, Hey, no, I'ma speak through you. I'm gonna give you what you need to say. Mm-hmm. So Moses had enough faith to like, okay, God, all right, I'm gonna listen let me go on because he was loyal to him and he was steadfast he was patient with him and really man that really fate is just really just believing man just continue to believe and continue just to press on because think about it with your your cell phone you have faith enough that it's gonna um work right you have faith that when you call out to somebody it's gonna, it's gonna somebody's gonna pick up or it's gonna is you know what i'm saying that you have fate in your car that's gonna get you to work the next morning right you know, I ain't gonna have no issues with this car. But crazy thing is, your phone breaks down and your car breaks down. But God does not ever break down, and He's forever lasting. So, yeah. but yeah, Kelly, Kelly, keep going. to Read us that. uh Read us the. Uh, we're gonna be coming out of Second Samuel, chapter seven, verses one through twenty-nine. Okay,
0: it's the NIV version, you guys. It says God's promise to David. After the king was settled in his palace and the Lord had given him rest from his enemies around him, he said to Nathan the prophet, here I am living in a house of cedar while the ark of God remains in a tent. Nathan replied to the king, whatever you have in mind, go ahead and do it for the Lord is with you. But that night the word of the Lord came to Nathan saying, go and tell your servant David this is what the Lord says. Are you the one to build me a house to dwell in? I have not dwelt in a house from the day I brought the Israelites out of Egypt to this day, I have been moving from place to place with a tent as my dwelling. Wherever I have moved with all the Israelites, I did, did I ever say to any of their rulers whom I commanded to shepherd my people Israel, why have you not built me a house of cedar? Now then tell my servant David, this is what the Lord Almighty says, I took you from the pasture, from tending the flock and appointed you ruler over my people. Israel, I have been with you wherever you have gone, and I have cut off all your enemies from before you. Now I will make your name great like the names of the greatest man on earth, and I will provide a place for my people, Israel, and will plant them so that they can have a home of their own and no longer be disturbed. Wicked people will not oppress them anymore as they did at the beginning and have done ever since the time I appointed leaders over my people Israel. I will also give you rest from all your enemies. The Lord declares to you that the Lord himself will establish a house for you. When your days are over and you rest with your ancestors, I will raise up your offspring to succeed you, your own flesh and blood, and I will establish his kingdom. He is the one who will build a house for my name and I will establish the throne of his kingdom forever. I will be his father and he will be my son. When he does wrong, I will punish him with a rod wielded by man with floggings inflicted by human hands, but my love will never be taken away from him as I took it away from Saul, whom I removed from before you. Your house and your kingdom will endure forever before me. Your throne will be established. Nathan reported to David all the words of this entire revelation. David's prayer. Then King David went in and sat before the Lord and he said, Who am I, sovereign Lord? What is my family that you have brought me this far? And as if this were not enough in your sight, sovereign Lord, you have also spoken about the future of the house of your servant. And this decree, sovereign Lord, is for a mere human. What more can David say to you? For you know your servant, sovereign Lord, for the sake of your word and according to your will, you have done this great thing and made it known to your servant. How great are you, sovereign Lord? There is no one like you and there is no God but you as we have heard with our own ears. And who is like your people, Israel, the one nation on earth that God went out to redeem as a people for himself and to make a name for himself and to perform great and awesome wonders by driving out nations and their gods from before you, whom you redeemed from Egypt. You have established your people, Israel, as your very own forever, and you, Lord, have become their God. And now, Lord God, keep forever the promise you have made concerning your servant and his house. Do as you promised, so that your name will be great forever. Then people will say, the Lord Almighty is God over Israel, and the house of your servant David will be established in your sight." Lord Almighty God of Israel, you have revealed this to your servant, saying, I will build a house for you. So your servant has found courage to pray this prayer to you. Sovereign Lord, you are God. Your covenant is trustworthy, and you have promised these good things to your servant. Now be pleasant to, now be pleased to bless the house of your servant that it may continue forever in your sight for you sovereign lord have spoken and with your blessing the house of your servant will be blessed forever
1: amen amen, amen. so we look we look at we just analyze let's, let's let's listen okay so we get we get Nathan Nathan comes to uh David like hey David I have given I have got provision to give to you from the lord so he told him, you know, and, and as, you know, and as y'all know, especially when Nathan had said, hey, your son, you know what I'm saying, will bring up the church. You know, bring you will build you will build the temple, which his son did. Solomon built the temple. And it's um, so it's crazy that because you know, at the same time, in that in in that in that passage, God kept saying a lot of times, like, you know, there was a there was a place, you know, I was being passed around through tents to tents. You know, now I need a place. So, you know the Lord wasn't talking about a physical place because as we look, as we think about it, when two or more are joined, the Lord is in the midst. So when he, so when this temple has been built, you know what I'm saying? This has bring this has brung amongst many people, many, or many nations, many people coming in. Um, so the Lord is in the midst of everything. The Lord knows that he doesn't ha- Lord doesn't live in a man-made, you know, structure, you know, but he's there in the, he's there in the spirit. Always, you know, it was like one of them things. Like, you know, the Lord. I like the Lord. You know, He uses a lot of metaphors. He uses a lot of them. Uh, but uh, it just really, like, you know, I I think He's like the first rapper. He's the first rapper. <laughs> he's the first rapper. He's the first rapper to do it. We'd be so like, That's a yeah, bore. yeah, yeah. He's he's the first rapper to do it. And 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 the Lord had just like used all these metaphors. And it's just like you really just you have to. You really have to just take the knowledge from and the wisdom from the Lord to really understand was really going on so as we look at the second passage of uh, david's prayer david had enough faith to go to the lord and like hey lord you know man like man you called me a mere human to do all these great things and it's like it's like an honor so let me allow me to continue to do these great things allow my you know allow my you know family to reign these years you know and as we look through the, you know as you look through the second you know the you know samuel and then you go on to the kings of kings you see that you know david's children do reign For a while, you know, a long time, and 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 God fulfills
0: that promise. Like even like after He said, like you know, even if He does do anything Uh wrong, I'm gonna punish Him. But what you see down like the line is it called the lineage? I think it's the Hmm. lineage of David's family. Is that all? All his people that came after him and stuff, his descendants, they all did something wrong. But in the Bible, God always says, I'm going I'm to I'm allow you to rule because of my—I got to remember my faithfulness and that promise that I made to David. And the beautiful thing, you guys, about being faithful, that key word, like Rico said, faith, you have to have faith in order— For you to believe in the promise that God um, has given you so Mm -hmm. that it can be fulfilled. And that's what David did. David was—he shepherded sheep, you guys. You know what I'm saying? Um, God allowed him to be taken. He was something that was looked down as low. You know what I'm saying? But because he had faith in God, he was able to see the promises of God. Because you cannot not have faith in God and still see those promises revealed. It's that's why it's a fruit, it's a fruit of the spirit, it requires mm-hmm. faithfulness. So, that key word, faith, so that's a beautiful thing, really seeing this. And I also love, um, how um, he, he accepted what God mm-hmm. has said, he didn't question what God has said, he, no, it he accepted it. So, go ahead, babe, because I know I mean,
1: <laughs> it's, about to be, it's about to be five. So, it is, it's because it, Kay, like, it's like one of the things, like, you know, it just. Crazy, mm-hmm. Because, like, just think about the things that happen in our lives. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm gonna just tell you something about me. And, you know, this is part of my testimony, God. I know I tell something about my testimony, but I just can't stop talking about it because God has been so, you know, so faithful to me and, like, He has made me see things. So, before we came out here to California, y'all, you know, um, my wife, I was at work. I was at work. I was, I think I worked to like, I think I was working to like 11 o'clock that night. Mm-hmm. And my wife was in California. And she called me. She like, babe, let's move to California. I'm like, huh? I'm like, this girl is crazy. <laughs> like, no. Like, bro, like, okay, that's a, you know, that's a dream place to stay. But I'm thinking about California got high gas prices, it's far, like, how are we gonna get the money to do all this. Like, I'm gonna get a du- I gotta get get another job. I like it. My job here, I'm like. Man, so we end up praying on it, and, you know, God had gave my wife clarity on it, you know, and everything, and it was like, and I had to, like, okay, I had to really, and I ain't gonna, I'm gonna be honest with you guys, I didn't want to accept it at first. I'd be, I, like, I tell you, my my relationship with the Lord, I'd be arguing, I'd do most of the arguing, I'd be arguing with him all the time, you know, so I'd be, have to, like, God, like, why I gotta do that? He I always have, like, Why? So I, when I actually went to him and prayed about it, he started giving me clarity on a lot of things. So it was like one of them things like, "Okay, Lord, I don't know what you're doing. Okay, let me do it." So let me start putting these job applications in. I went to about four, had about three interviews. Each one two of them was a dud. They were, you know. I was getting I was getting discouraged. There was days I was praying hard, there was days I was giving up. My wife, all, you know, she kept out there, you know, to lift me up and everything. But the Lord had, you know, it was a one job that came in, the job I work now, and they called me like, hey, you know, Rico, we seen what you did. So I do these interviews, and everything would just start falling in place. It was like no interruptions. There was no interruptions. And I said, you know what? When and I when I found out about this, and you know, we in the Bible we always taught to weigh and test. So that's what I did when I weigh and test when I start putting on those job applications in. And when I started waiting and testing, God started making everything like, all right, you see, you see what I'm opening now? And I got a better job. I'm, you know, I'm I'm working, you know, you know, I'm working four days a week. I'm off, so you know, three days. So it's like, you know, and the pay is great. So it's like, it was like a win-win situation. Mm -hmm. And you living in California, and you know, and my in-laws were grateful enough to allow us, you know, to be in our home, you know, until we find us a place. Mm -hmm. So it was just everything was just like coming together. And it's like, Lord said, "See, I'm taking care of you." And I remember we doing this, and Lord started giving me clarity. I'm like, "All right, Kayla." all right i am comfortable now let's move you know what i'm saying so i had went on that camping trip from my church and everything the man's retreat i had met a guy there great dude um uh i'm gonna tell him if he listens A shout out to jonathan uh met him and great dude great dude you know so he's talking and i remember i post had came it was from i was that friday night and i was that came home that saturday i said so I was laying in my bed, and I said, babe, I think God wants... It was Saturday night, and we was all, we had just finished talking. I was supposed to have came home that Saturday. I said, babe, I think God wants me to stay another night. You said you said you do? She didn't even argue with it. She was like, okay, well, God wants you to stay that night. You know, so that's a that's the night I got attacked by coyotes, but that's another... Uh, yeah. I, almost <laughs> I almost got attacked. I almost got attacked. I was scared, scared to death. She was counting, yeah. Yeah, I was counting. I had to run up in the uh, cabin. But anyway, <laughs> but I had told my wife, I said, babe... I think God wants me to stay another night. She said, okay. She said, oh, hey, Lord, wants not you stay now?" night? I said, okay. I said, I don't know what it is, but I feel like the Lord wants me to stay another night. I stay another night. We clean up on Sunday. We clean up. We just have finished having worship. Cleaning up. I'm cleaning, help cleaning up. And I found a book. And this book um, was a pretty much, a, it was a book about a nun uh, back in like the 1800s who was preaching the word, who was preaching Jesus Christ. And she got imprisonment around this time. Uh, this is like during the medieval times. And uh, she got in prison I mean, for preaching the Christ around. And she's writing from the jail. She's like a Paul, pretty much. Uh, I read a little bit. I haven't finished it. But it's a it's a great book, like, in the beginning. Um, But I had picked up this book. And lo and behold, Jonathan was there. He was like, I said, man, who book is it? He was like, yours. I was like, it is? He said, yeah, I brought that home. The guy had brought the book home. He said, because the conversation we had previously, like he said the Lord had told him to give me that book. So, I was like, I'll like, okay, man. I said, thank you, man. And he said, I also got something in there for you. I didn't even look at it, y'all, until I got in my car to leave. I didn't even look at it. So I'm up here, like, okay, I ain't gonna lie. I flipped it and I said, okay, I think it's something, but I'm not gonna see what it is. So when we talking, I was talking to Jonathan. We was the last ones to leave the camp. Talking to him, I got in the car. And man, I got in the car. I happened to look at this book. It was a thousand dollar check in there. I don't talk too much about the money because it's not me. This is this is the Lord. This is really the Lord. This is the Lord. And I was, like, stunned because I was like, what in the world, bro? Like, I had never met. I met this dude for, like, about 24 hours. And the Lord had put on that man's heart to give me that because he said everybody needs some help when they're moving. You know what I'm saying? So it's crazy because I had told him my testimony like, "Hey, we moving to California, this and that," and he said, "Hey, this was put on his heart from the Lord." So it's crazy how that thing worked like that because you know that was used towards you know to with the U-Haul because we drove all we drove all 32 hours away from Tennessee. People think we really crazy. That I call this crazy fate. You know what I'm saying? Shout out Micah Todd. You know <laughs> I call it I call it this crazy faith because at the same time, like we did something crazy. We're li- we're doing something crazy. We li- we moved from cheap Tennessee. We moved from a four bedroom house. We had beautiful house, comfortable life. Hold it. To move to
0: within twenty four hours, we had got three offers on our. Three. Keep in mind, we was worried about selling this home. We had got three offers on that home for more than what we thought we were gonna get on the
1: home. And and it's crazy because you know I really don't talk about this stuff because it's not about me. This is about what the Lord is doing because He wanted us to move there. So everything had fell in place so perfectly. Like everything was so perfectly. We came. We came. There was no track, There was no traffic coming here. We missed a snowstorm. Everything was just a straight shot this whole way and ever since nowadays everything is just going perfectly there's no interruptions there's been Satan back in my head sometimes like Rico just give up give up you know what I'm saying what are you doing here you crazy you know what I'm saying you can't survive here but Lord said I'm doing something different that's why when I meet people and people say well, you're crazy for even moving here I'm saying hey I know but I listened to God because that was my fate I moved on fate yeah. when you move on fate you're gonna be crazy you're gonna be crazy you're you're crazy you know what i'm saying you're you're, you're just crazy at this point and i love and i love that because it's like when you be crazy for the lord that's when he just shows out that's when he shows out and what makes me so happy about that when he shows out people around you get to see it and and they be like man i want some of this lord i want some of this jesus that y'all are believing in because i want to see i want to <laughs> have that crazy faith right Ooh, yeah you know what i'm saying so it's it's crazy so us talking about faithfulness one of the fruits of the spirit it's, that's one that's one of the important things and it's like when we talk about when we talked about the first fruit of the spirit which is love and love really covers the whole entire thing because when you love the Lord you also have faith in him when you love your wife you have faith in that person that, that person is going to be with you to the day that you die you know what I'm saying? You love your children because you know those children is gonna love you. Have faith enough that children is gonna obey you and listen to you, and they're gonna be a part of your life all throughout this time. When you have love, you gonna faith jumps right underneath that. Everything, all the fruits of the spirit fall underneath love. It's when you love, you know what I'm saying? Like the, the Lord says, according to the bottom, love doesn't keep a record wrongs, right? It doesn't. So, man, guys, it's. I want us this week to really, faith, you know, practice faithfulness. Well, not even no. There's no. Let me go back. It's not a practice. Just have faith. When when you're moving and something ain't right for people who had lost the, lost their jobs during this pandemic, continue to have faith right now. Continue to have faith. Don't give up. Don't give up because you never know God is going to turn your whole situation around. Don't David, give up.
0: it, you guys, uh-huh. it. and we're gonna tie it all into the scripture we just went over. Okay. To. Because David, he had, he had faith. He had faith even in the midst of death. And because of that, he was able to see the promises that God had given him fulfilled. And that's the same thing that we have to do as believers in Christ. That's what we have to do. Like it's a, it's, it's a non-debatable. You know what I'm saying? There's no such thing as believing in Jesus, but not having faith. So I love you guys.
1: I love you guys, too. And, man, just this week, y'all, I just want y'all to just meditate on this scripture. This is 2 Samuel 7, 1 through 29. This is for somebody. Lord's give me a download right now. This is for somebody out there. It is. This is for somebody. Like I said before in the previous, these scriptures are not—I'm not saying this because I got it all together. I'm still imperfect just like, like any other man. You know, but the Lord is working on me like he's working on everybody else. Mm -hmm. I'm not perfect. Like Jesus, like Jesus had told the Lord, asked the Lord, is it, you know, can you take this cup from me? There's days where I ask God, Lord, can you take this cup from me? I am tired, you know, but the Lord said, he said, no, this is the way I have for you. You're going to see why at the end, you know, Mm, Yeah. because Jesus had enough faith to believe, continue to believe in that. And he died for our sins for we can have everlasting life with the Lord. So thank you guys. Uh, it's been wonderful. We've got to enjoy this day today. It's hot. My hair, my head is sweating. It's, it's, it's crazy right now. My son is asleep, so it's a great thing. He, the Lord has fed him. Episode, he yeah he we'll slept. That door ain't door. nothing, but this that's why this was meant. That's why it was meant. Yeah. But thank you guys. Love you guys. Y'all have a good one. God bless. God bless. Bye bye.